Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. This episode's also from Thought Leader Life. It's uh, with Jeff Shavich as my co-host, and we focused a series of sessions on driving traffic to your physical location. Uh, today's guest is with Brett Beveridge, who runs the retail outsource companies, and he has a series of cell phone stores that he has throughout the state of Miami. Uh, significant business, lots of traffic, great ideas. Want to hear promotional ideas that last the test of time? Uh, Brett and Jeff and I have a great conversation on a number of different ideas and approaches to driving foot traffic. Hey, this is Mitchell Levy, and welcome to episode 98 of Thought Leader Life. Uh, this particular month is very special. Uh, one of my newest but most productive friends, Jeff Shavitz, the CEO of Traffic Jamming. Uh, we've done one book together. And by the way, actually, I take it back. We've done two books so far. Uh, the second one being an aha book. The first one was Size Doesn't Matter. The second one was uh, Jeff Shavitz on Small Business Aha Messages. I still have that book on my desk, and it looks good every time I walk past it, Jeff. And I, I'm excited about how productive you are and what a good job you're doing at this stuff. Uh, anyway, we have Jeff Shavitz bringing on an amazing set of people talking about driving traffic to retail locations. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the show. Great to see you through Google Hangouts, Mitchell. Cross country, as they say. It, it's always good to be seen. Um, <laughs> and, you know, today, I, I love it, we've got Brett Beveridge, the CEO of the Retail Outsource Companies. And I'll just tell you guys in the preparation time where I had a small amount of time with Brett, he was the only guy ever to actually see exactly what we're doing with the the AHA amplifier and drive to the end result almost immediately. And, and Brett, you will be forever ingrained in my brain as the guy who did that. Welcome to Thought Leader Life. Thank you very much. I'm very proud about that accomplishment. Thank you. It's great. <laughs> I'm sure there are many other things you're proud of, but, but that one was super impressive. Um, so, you know, we're starting off the, the initial question. When you think about what's happened in the world and, and online taking over, and now you don't even have to leave the house without having groceries delivered, books from Amazon, everything else. Well, if you want to survive and you want to be around one, three, five, ten years or longer in the future, you have to really be creative and face the facts of what's happening in the world around us today. So. Uh, making sure that you're not only maximizing the current traffic that's walking into your stores or your locations today, but being creative and thinking way out of the box as to what will drive incremental traffic to your stores and give customers an incentive to want to experience your stores is mission critical for the future. Now, the one thing I do, Jeff, you don't mind if I ask this question. So the one thing I'll ask, I... So I read your LinkedIn bio, and I, I, try, I looked at your site, and I tried to figure it out. And then when you and I talked, it kind of blew me away at all the things you were doing. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what, who you are and, and what it is that, that you're running? Oh, thank you very much. 
Uh, well, I started my career back in the, really the late 80s and out of the back of a van, frankly. And we had no money and we knew that the product that we were going to start selling was a very hot product and was going to gain a lot of momentum and everyone was going to have one of, of these products uh, later on in life. And that product happened to be a cell cellular phone. So uh, we, we, our retail presence back then was a van that we would drive around to parking lots of banks and shopping centers and malls, really wherever there was traffic. And we would open up our customized van and put a table outside and display the one or two phones that were available uh, and sell our customers' phones that way. So it was a very humble beginning. It was a bootstrap beginning uh, for a company that later grew to over 300 locations across the country. We took it public. And eventually sold it to Sprint Nextel. Uh, what that what that led to was what we have today, uh, which is called the retail outsource companies. Uh, we refer to as T Rock, and we basically complete the ecosystem of anything that that has to do with the retail environment. So uh, we combine the power of people and technology to help our customers maximize their sales and reduce their costs. We do that through people solutions that end up uh, building high-performance sales teams that work inside of big box retailers like Walmart and Target and Home Depot. We do that by providing national field support teams that evangelize products on behalf of companies like Apple and others. Uh, and then we combine the people solutions uh, that include mystery shopping and merchandising, customer audits and compliance, all of the mechanical pieces with technology that makes you much more efficient and be able to gain tremendous business intelligence on what's really happening in your stores and what obvious choices can you make to, uh, to improve your performance overall. That's what the retail outsource company does, uh, but it's through four brands of, of companies, each stand alone, but they work best when they're together. And I will say, Brett, you are, we've been very fortunate to be very close friends for the past almost nine years now. And Mitchell, Brett is one of those incredible serial entrepreneurs who just gets it. He understands. He's very humble. He's authentic. He's passionate to this, the entrepreneur. And it's, you know, it's been a great friendship. And I also will say we're friends because he has season tickets to the Miami Heat. And whenever I need tickets, I, um, he's my go-to person. You know, I'm, I'm sort of getting that as, as we're having your friends uh, uh, part of this, Jeff. Each one of them has a special part in your heart. It's either a golf course or, or a season ticket, so that's that's what helps helps me in my journey. I'm, I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the Thank you. Brett, I, I'm really curious, Brett, as you touch and feel so many retailers and you're exposed to you know small and and the biggest of the big. Where do you see the brick and mortar retailer in the next you know five ten years in terms of foot traffic vis-a-vis -vis the internet? Well, you know, I well, think you know, I think um, and I'll, and I'll absolutely, absolutely, of any retailers, retailers, you have to have an you have to have an you have to have a telesales presence. You have to have uh, creative ways to to be outside of your store, uh, fulfilling the needs of your customers. Bricks and mortar has to be one of the components of a complete retail strategy, right? So uh, when you have Amazon that has, you know, prime two-hour delivery, uh, it takes another reason away as to why you would get in your car and go to a retail store, right? So by combining your strategies, by 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 having an omni-channel presence that allows customers 
to call in and pick up at the store or go look at the store and order online uh, and use those ingredients the best way possible uh, is, is something that's going to be absolutely critical. You can't rely on any one uh, channel of distribution anymore. And being specific to the telephone cellular industry, do you see it as a real challenge as you build and curate physical locations? Is the consumer still going to the physical store vis-a-vis -vis ordering online their new Apple phone and their new Android? Where do you see the industry going, specifically in the cell phone industry? You know, there is still a want and a need for people to visit a location and be able to pick up, touch, feel, uh, experience our, the devices that are launched on the marketplace. We all know that Apple and Samsung have done an amazing job uh, capturing most of the market share, but there are probably 12 or 15 smartphone choices still available, and people want it. They want it now. They want the latest launches today. You still see people waiting in long lines, even overnight, to get the latest and greatest uh, device yeah. that's launching. So I feel pretty bullish that there will be a place for retail bricks and mortar with wireless and technology in the future. People also really enjoy the one-on-one -on -one consultation. So if you are, if you are really uh, diagnosing a customer's needs and presenting products that meet those needs, meet those needs relentlessly to make sure that they're happy with their purchase and everything's working fine uh, is what's necessary to keep that traffic coming in. Wait, but that, that's kind of interesting. So do you do you teach your people? to aggressively follow up post to make sure the customers are happy? Is that part of the equation for you? Sure, we absolutely do. And it's uh, one of our differentiators, actually, is we have what's called a two-day, two-week, and two-month call. So if someone buys a, a device and, and a rate plan from us today, no more than two days from now, we're going to call. And it's not a sales call. It's not allowed to be a sales call. It's simply a, hi, this is Brett. Uh, we were in our store two days ago. You bought the new blankety-blank phone. Uh, how are you doing? Do you understand how the phone works? How do you like it so far? And I just know that I'm here for you if you have any problems or questions with your device in the future. And then a few weeks from now, we call because they probably either have just received or will receive their first bill. And we want to make sure that customer doesn't have sticker shock. They're still within the return window. And we want to make sure they understand when they get that first bill that, yes, there is an activation that we shared with you when you're in the store. That's on your bill. They're prorating your first month worth of service. You're actually paying for the next month of service plus any airtime that you used and taxes on top of that. So by explaining and walking them through that great plan and that bill before they leave the store but then reminding them of it two weeks later, uh, saves a lot of returns and makes a lot of, make a lot of customers feel very special. And then that gives you permission to follow up with them in the future. So two months later, there might be a promotion that's available. You might want to see if they have any uh, family members that want to be added to their plan. Uh, did they buy the right accessories when they are in the store or not? So you're just you're opening the door for those customers to have a relationship with you, uh, and they'll remember it. And when they remember it. Again, that's one way to build long-term traffic in your store. So I, and to I, your point, I want to make a point on this because it's interesting. So in your training, when you're training your people, so do you call it a two-by-two-by-two? Two two? And the first, so it's basically two-thirds of the time you're actually sharing and, and being friendly 
and, and, and being helpful. And then one third of the time, so some people might even say it'd be more than that, one third of the time you're potentially offering the opportunity to sell. Is that how you go through your training in that way, right? Exactly right. And it's, and it's monitored and it's checked. Uh, we obviously want the permission of the customer to do that. So if they don't want to be contacted, obviously uh, we, don't, we don't want to disrupt the relationship in a negative way. But very rarely, I would say one out of 10,000 customers actually says, hey, please don't call me, I'm fine, believe it or not. And, and having worked with many millennials and older generations, it's amazing when people want to touch and feel the latest and greatest. Their cell phones work, but they want the newest feature to show their friends. And I think that's where having a physical store where they can go in, touch it, touch the sneakers, try it on, is very powerful. You know, I, I agree. I think it just might sound a little strange, but if, if I were to tell you, if you were to imagine that bricks and mortar did not exist at all, it didn't exist today, and all that was available to buy was online and telephone type of telesales, uh, but I were to say, look, we have this brand new way to buy. We're actually going to let you drive five minutes from your house. You're going to be able to walk in and talk to a really educated and consultative and informative, friendly salesperson that's going to show you all the different choices that are available, let you try before you buy, let you pick up the phones and, and really determine your needs and walk out with it instantly. That would pre that'd sound pretty revolutionary, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it... it uh... Granted, and we think that the internet, which is powerful, is like the cool way to buy, and it is, but there's also a cool way to, to go live into a space and, and really leave feeling fulfilled with a great customer experience. So, Brett, part of what you're doing, it sounds like, is, is you're making sure that the people who are in this store are bright, educated, friendly, follow-through, is there, is there something we're missing in terms of that? And, and, and then also then we want to drive in and start talking a little bit about the foot traffic. Sure, sure. Um, we absolutely take the recruiting and hiring process 100% seriously. It's, it's a core part of our business. And today we operate our own retail stores under the T-Mobile brand. Uh, these are stores that look exactly like a T-Mobile store, uh, a corporate-owned store. They have the same fixtures the same inventory alignment, the same lighting, the same signage, the same systems, uh, which means I can, I can affect a customer's bill and can provide credits and transfer rate plans and do everything that a T-Mobile associate can do. So we have to be on our game because not only are we representing ourselves, but more importantly, customers are going into those locations expecting to get a, a T-Mobile corporate experience, which, which has high standards. In addition to that, we're engaged by another one of the four largest wireless carriers and we run stores on their behalf as well so they actually hire us to put our full-time associates in their stores and manage the entire store from the time a customer walks in managing their inventory managing the cash register and taking them through the whole activation process so uh, we truly are a people company people is our product for lack of a better word so being able to accurately uh, recruit, identify, interview, screen, uh, personality index these uh, candidates to make sure that their personality index matches what is the most successful in those environments today, and then making sure that they're very comfortable and 
educated and trained well before they make one sale inside of our stores. So the answer is, it is, it is the heartbeat of our company is the people process. Nice. So it's interesting to me. So if you're representing a bigger brand, by definition, you're, you're limited at some of the things you could do because you have to live under the umbrella of the brand. So in terms of driving foot traffic, what would be some of the, just to borrow uh, John Dunlap's phrase, uh, given Jungle Island, what would be some of the guerrilla techniques that you use to drive success and, and traffic? Oh, that's funny. I use the term guerrilla marketing every day. Hmm. I guess John and I have something in common. Maybe it's a wider used word than, than I had uh, anticipated. Uh, so we, the benefit, you, you, you've identified a significant limitation as to the products and the services that we can carry in our stores. They have to be identical to T-Mobile in that instance and to other carriers and when we're managing stores on their behalf. Uh, but the benefit is that most of our companies, our customer companies, spend over a billion dollars a year in advertising. So they're, they're using all forms of advertising, whether it be traditional or online uh, and, and sports sponsorships, full gambit of, of creating a demand by using large dollars and lots of exposure in the marketplace. Um, our job is to maximize the traffic that comes into the store and find ways to generate the incremental traffic from outside of the store to come in. So how do we do that? Well, you have to either get more customers or keep more customers. The customers that walk in the door, we need to make sure we're giving them an outstanding customer experience. Very similar to what I described a moment ago. The customer feels safe, they feel pleasant, they're greeted with a smiling uh, representative, that's determining their needs, presenting products that meet their needs, and asking for the sale, of course. You also can do things like have referral programs. So if that customer is really happy with you, you can ask for referrals. And many, many of businesses are, are built on kind of a viral approach and making the, your, your store stick out amongst the crowd because you provide that service, but you're also asking for referrals from your customers. Uh, ideas on how to drive incremental traffic on the outside, uh, there, there are several of those ways. So uh, one way would be to establish partnerships. If you happen to be in a mall or in a shopping center, you're able to, to, to basically go visit those locations and offer those employees a special rate or a friends and family rate and let them know that you're, you're available to them and can help them with their, in this case, communications needs. You can partner with other, sorry? No, I was going to mention, it's one thing to get the customer into the store. I'm curious if you analyze how long they're in the store for, and if you can get them to stay an extra couple minutes, which will hopefully then create another purchasing opportunity for you at the, uh, the retail outlets. It's a good, it's a good question. Uh, I would say that in our world, traditionally, over the last five or ten years, it's gotten better, but a lot of people equate the activation process of a wireless phone, second negatively only to buying a car. So the idea is to make it a comfortable experience and make sure that you're moving the process efficiently. While you're doing that, you will make offers for accessories on top of the phone or make, make sure that they understand that there's insurance available, uh, there's upgrade 
opportunities available with certain plans and they have the right amount of data on their device so that they're not getting overcharges or throttled on their phone every month. So it's it's just a it's a it's a balance between uh, of the right amount of time and too much time, frankly. Right. All right. So one thing you drive traffic by this is a great idea. Just going to your neighbors and saying, "Hey, you can be part of the friends and family plan." Um, what else do you do? You know, there, there are um, programs that, like for example, this is true down and dirty guerrilla marketing. We're going to talk about it with this initiative. But they're contest boxes, let's say. And what we do is each one of our stores has 10 contest boxes in different high-traffic environments outside of the store. So think of pharmacies. Think of grocery stores. Think of Jiffy Lubes. Think of uh, gyms that have people that are constantly coming in and out of that location. So by having the ability for that customer to enter to win a free... Samsung S7 phone with a year's worth of service, for example, by simply entering to win, uh, you create a whole lot of, of entry forms. Well, every month you're going to give that Samsung S7 phone away as a first prize, but everyone else that is entered is a secondary prize winner. So you contact all those secondary prize winners and you say, look, you're not a first prize winner, but congratulations, you won a secondary prize, and that includes one of these three gifts, all you need to do is come in the store and pick it up. What time would you like to come? At 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, or 7 o'clock? And you would be amazed how much traffic, incremental traffic that brings to the store and how happy they are to receive that uh, significant but um, but uh, but a gift that's worth them coming in to, to receive. Nice. What, what type? Everything from, from tablet giveaways to to 80-inch plasma TV giveaways, to trips, uh, vacations, uh, a gambit of different, a myriad of different uh, gifts, whatever we feel we would want if we were entering to win a contest. What would it make it worth it to us to enter? Now, when you're doing this, if you go to that gym and you, you put that lead box in that gym, that gym also wants memberships, right? Their job is to sell more memberships and to make their customers happy. So we then in turn will give a free two-week mini membership for every customer that buys a phone from us. We'll hand that to that customer. So now the gym will also have traffic incrementally coming into their stores that they can hopefully have become a customer as well. So, Brett, it sounds to me, listening to you and knowing your background, that the, re the physical retailer has, has optimism to look forward to, that the Internet is not going to completely, it, it's, it's going to complement their business. It's not going to kill their business. If they're thinking creatively and if they entice and create a great user experience while they're in the, the four walls of that store. Would you agree with that? Totally agree. I totally agree. I'm a... I'm a huge believer that if you have a well-rounded omni-channel experience, that if retail's missing from it, um, you know, even if you're Amazon, uh, which is why I think they have this two-hour prime delivery, they're trying to compensate for not having a retail presence, although they are building distribution centers all over the place so that they can have a fast delivery. Uh, any other retailer, uh, any other person selling products or services needs to include bricks and mortar somehow in their strategy for that reason. Yeah, I, I often 
and thinking which physical brick and mortar entity will Amazon purchase so they end up with instant stores everywhere. We'll, we'll see if that ever comes to bear. Yeah, there's there's been you know speculation around um, like a, like Federal Express bought all of the mailboxes etc locations to to be able to have a distribution point. Uh, places where people can go to pick up their product, uh, satellite locations that could be named Amazon uh, would be appropriate. If you look at what happened with Radio Shack, for example, uh, they filed for bankruptcy. They had 4,000 locations. There will be more opportunities like that for someone like Amazon to come in and, and facilitate that location as a, as a pickup or drop-off point. Yeah, interesting. So in terms of uh, it, you gave a great idea of the contest, right? The physical contest versus a lot of companies who are doing the online, the online contest and putting people into the funnel. You're doing the physical contest, and once again, putting it into the funnel and using your people to do the right follow-through. Um, is there something else in the physical side that you're doing, or there, or you want to talk about some of the things you do online? No, I, uh, I think being engaged in events. So. There's a home show. There's a boat show. There's a there's a there's all types of different um, you know events and, and opportunities. There's food truck events. There are marathons. There's always something happening uh, somewhere on the weekends. And and being a part of the event side of the house would allow you to get that kind of pop up retail exposure uh, in front of 10, 20, 30, 50, 100,000 people that might pass through there over a long weekend, uh, offering the contest box there. So as an incentive for them to stop by your display uh, to see what products you, and services you brought to the table, obviously they can enter to win as well. So by, by being where people are, by fishing where the fish are, uh, and, and not being afraid to, to leave your store is, 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 has been successful for us. Nice. Now, are you also have a online presence or are you leaving that to the the brands you're working under uh, we typically leave that to the brands that we're working under now if we are engaged in, in trying to get customers like those big brands then we do have an evolving strategy around that but for the most part uh, the brands that we work for are handling the online strategy uh, pretty much in its entirety but what we do is we do use technology uh, to gain permission from our customers to allow us to reach out to them in the future. So, for example, one of our customers is a very well-known voice, video, and data provider. Name. They are engaged by them to put our full-time associates uh, that looked exactly like this, this, this customer's employee to be in a big box environment speaking to people all day long as they pass by to see if they wanted uh, or were interested in this particular provider's services. And we tracked this and literally we had to speak to 99 people before we were able to make one sale. 90 of those 99 said either I'm not interested or I don't have time. 10 we were able to speak with. Of those 10, three said yes and of those three, only one actually got installed for various reasons, credit reasons or installation reasons or cancellations. So we invented this technology called Engage 
that resides on any tablet or smartphone. And when a customer would come by, we would say, how would you like to talk to us about this special voice, video, and data service? And they said, I'm not interested. You'd say, great, have a nice day. If they were willing to talk to us, then we would make the sale on the spot. But if they're one of those people that said, I don't have time, we would say, well, how would you like to have someone contact you in the next 24 hours, come to your home, and sit with you and your significant other and explain the right options to you, uh, the one that best suits your needs. So basically, home consultations as part of this omni-channel uh, that I've been talking about this whole time. It becomes another source to, to drive traffic, um, but you're also capitalizing on the traffic that comes into your store. And ironically enough, in 10 days, in 30 of these big box environments, 932 people wanted to have us contact them to come to their home to prescribe a solution that best suited their needs. And of those 932, they clicked two, they checked two areas of interest on the simple lead generation app. So we literally had 2,000 sales opportunities in 10 days coming out of just 30 locations. Powerful. You know what I think? That's, a, that's, an, that's an incredible story. And what I find so right. exciting for those who are listening and not watching, I didn't. I decided not to say anything, but my my mouth is sitting here wide open because this is exciting. That's great news. Holy cow! And also, Brett, what I think is so exciting when I listen to you is that there are so many people. If you get good at your niche and control your niche, you can build a successful company. I have a friend that we've worked um, with who owns a small retail shop, clothing store in Brooklyn, New York. It's a real hot territory. Making money, growing at a, at a nice pace. He he's not a computer expert. Chose to get into the internet world. Lost focus on his retail establishment. He, his sales have now plummeted in a negative on the retail side. The internet never really took off. And if he just kept his focus, right. like you know your focus. You're, you're a thought leader in what you do. I think too many times entrepreneurs try to get a little too big or a little too quickly instead of just owning your niche. And I, it's, it's really great to hear a person who really believes in the physical location. We always hear about the internet right now, but you've really cornered and mastered you know, in the T-Mobile world how to build your stores and, and grow your grow traffic. Well, thank you, Jeff. That means a lot coming from you as a serial entrepreneur yourself. I appreciate the, the recognition. Thank you. You know, and it, it doesn't hurt. I always... I, I, I always call them sugar daddies, but let's say sponsor. It's good to have a sponsor who's spending a billion dollars in advertising because brand <laughs> awareness is there. It's what you do with the brand awareness that then becomes very interesting. The expectations are high because they're, you know, these, the, the customers of ours that are spending these dollars, they are building a culture. They're building their brand. They're building how they want customers to feel about their brand when they see that commercial and hear that music or see that color. Uh, so being able to make sure that you're upholding that brand experience that's, that, that's, that's coming to you from that advertising spend and balancing that with creative ways to, to drive incremental sales is, is, again, it's an art. It's a balance between being too aggressive and, and making sure you're, you're upholding the expectations of your customers. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, just want to take a second just to thank the sponsor, think AHA. Uh, really appreciate these type of shows. And, and Jeff, you really, the diversity of, of folks we've had here have made it so much fun. Those who are watching, you could see it, uh, you know, you could share it on SlideShare or YouTube. 
Um, if you want to listen in podcast form, uh, we are on the FIR network, the uh, four immediate release with Shell Holtz, uh, as well as uh, we're available on iTunes. Uh, we'll put on a couple of blog posts as well, and this is the piece I'm really interested in. Every half hour episode, we pull in about 40 aha messages, 40 quotes from, from those that we talk to. And so Jeff Shavitz and I will co-author a book on driving traffic, traffic jamming, to retail stores, and, and the type of quality engagement we're getting, Jeff, is phenomenal. Uh, so, Brett, Beverage, oh. is, there, is there something that we, uh, is there a question that we should have asked that we didn't? No, I think you've been thorough. Uh, I, I think that uh, the, the more that, you know, I'm a little selfish around my space and around the industry that we serve, uh, but from our perspective, the more complicated products and services enter the marketplace, uh, you hear this whole buzz about Internet of Things, for example. Uh, a lot of people don't even know what that means yet, but that includes all of these connected devices that are that are out there that can help monitor your health. They can monitor your vertical jump. They can monitor pretty much you know your digestive tract, your your vital signs, your uh, your garage door opening, if the, if the meat is done on the barbecue, uh, all of those types of items are going to require education, which is another reason that people want to go and visit an, a, a knowledgeable person and see those sorts of things firsthand. So home automation, home security, home energy, and Internet things, I feel is another reason that the retail channel is here to stay. Nice. And how do people, uh, how do people reach out to you? Uh, they can reach me on my Twitter account, which is B at bbeverage. Uh, they can Google Brett Beverage, and I think you'll find my LinkedIn profile and other information there. But I'd be, I'd be, I'd love to talk to people. So uh, anyone who wants to contact me, please do. And of course, visit one of your many locations. Absolutely, you're always welcome. You'll be treated well. Uh, I Jeff keeps threatening that I come out there and then visit all the friends I'm talking to. So I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, hey Jeff, thanks for bringing Brett on. Is there? How would you like to summarize the the conversation we've had? I, I think the past couple of days, the meetings, the phone calls we've had, and these Google Hangouts have just provided our listeners and viewers with a real cross section of different industries. But at the core, it's all the same. We all need consumers. We all need traffic. And I really hope that over the past couple of days, our audience will really appreciate. At the core, business is business. It's an old adage, but it really is is the truth. And I um and Brett, I want to thank you very much for. I know you had a busy week coming up, and I appreciate you jumping on our call for a little bit today. And how do people reach out to Jeff Shavitt? You want to get in touch with me? It's uh, at Jeff Shavitt on Twitter, LinkedIn, all the typical um, social media, and then my website is Traffic Jamming. And I'd be remiss, Mitch, with you on the phone. Please check out my book, Size Doesn't Matter, which hit number one on Amazon. Mitchell was my publisher, so it, I was a uh, we have three more books in the works right now, Mitchell and I, and that's, that's the new one that just was being uh, released next week on Amazon. So, Mitchell, thank you for all your help, as always. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. By the way, thank you. Love my authors who talk about their books, so good job. Um, this was a great show. I think one of the things that, that I'm listening to, if it is not clearly apparent to you, the guests we're having so far are focused on one and one important element, and that is a very exciting experience, an immersed, an immersed experience in an environment where if, 
if the second hardest thing you get to do in your life is buy a cell phone, your, your employee's <laughs> job is to make it easy, right? I mean, the fact that you recognize that and train that and talk to people about that, you know, that's, that's important. It's good to know. And uh, by the way, I don't disagree with you. Um, <laughs> anyhow, for me, it's Mitchell Levy. Um, feel free to Google me, connect me on uh, LinkedIn. It's at Happy About is my Twitter handle. And, and although I have Mitchell Levy, I just I use the Happy About because I've got, I've got a good following there. And I decided I, I like the name and how it works. I'd love to hear about new ideas and thoughts for, for future episodes and, and future co-hosts. So feel free to reach out to me. Uh, Brett Beveridge, you were absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, and and you too, Jeff. I just uh, I really enjoy these conversations. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, glad you were able to watch or listen. We'll see you on the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care now. Bye now. This is Mitchell Levy, the Aha Guy from Aha That. Thanks for listening to this episode of Thought Leader Life, where I'm joined by one of our thought leadership co-hosts to create compelling thought leadership that will propel their status in their industry. To learn more about Thought Leader Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your aha moments, go to ahathat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.